been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Gene, and I want to welcome you to another edition of the Disney Underground. This is episode 12, and we are your experimental podcast of tomorrow. We are brought to you by The Magical Lifestyle, and today is November 16th, 2020, and we have a tremendous show for you today. A lot of big fun and some big announcements. Joining us today on Zoom, all the way from Canada, we will be speaking with Stephanie from the It's Disney Time podcast, and also the cast will discuss some of our best Disney customer service experiences that we've ever had. Uh, But first, let me do some announcements. First, we want to welcome this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is Sugar and Geek Candles. You can find them on their website, www.sugarandgeekcandle.com, and on Instagram, at Sugar and Geek Candle. They have some really unique candles, a really cool scents, Disney-themed, Harry Potter-themed, and more. So check them out and stay tuned, actually, uh, for a little bit later in the show. We'll explain how you can actually win your own Harry Potter-themed buttered beer-scented candle from Sugar and Geek Candles, all right? And then second, for those of you who are missing our Disney Top 5s, don't worry. They will be returning in the new year on January 6th which is a Wednesday and they'll actually be uploaded every Wednesday from that point on and you're going to get to hear some special guests give their top fives for Disney as well uh, like Mr. Cheesy Pop Maxwell Glick uh, and Inside the Magic's Lindsay Paris and actually a bunch of other uh, guests will be joining to do uh, their top fives as well as, as as also as well as the original cast myself Angelique Dan Stephanie Shakti Bridget so stay tuned for that alright and third we also want to let you guys know about a new review show that we have. It's going to be Old Disney Reviews, and the show is going to be uploaded every Friday, and we're set to launch the debut episode for that on January 8th, okay? And the show is going to be called The Hoopty Doo Magical Review, and uh, we'll be doing reviews on all things Disney, like films, dining, resorts, etc., etc., etc. All right, so stay tuned for that. And uh, fourth, one last announcement, we have... Just uh, want to let you guys know that we still have the availability to enter the $150 gift card giveaway that we have on our Instagram. So if you want a chance to enter to win a hundred dollar, uh, I'm sorry, $150 gift card, then you can want to head over to the Instagram at the Magical Lifestyles at the underscore Magical underscore Lifestyle and take a look at the post from November 8th. All right, it's got all the rules, all the entry rules on there. You can find out how to enter. It's super easy to enter. Uh, so just make sure you guys go check that out. All right, and uh, and now let's get into the Disney Underground roll call. First, we have Dan and Stephanie, the besteners of the Midwesterners. What's up, guys? Hi. I love how you never get it right. <laughs> Hi, oh! <laughs> it never gets old. I know. It doesn't. At I least I don't think really so. Do. So I'm just going to keep doing it. I don't think so either. I like it. I entertain myself. Yeah. Bridget from Sunny hey, Port Jefferson, Long Island. <laughs> Not so sunny today, but I know. Hey. Weather was horrible today. <laughs> How's it out by you, Sam? Welcome. Hello. Over here is very hot. We're still in the 90s. <laughs> oh, we're oh. Sam in the 90s. Wow. It's so hot. We're, we're really suffering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the humidity. It's in the 40s here. It doesn't feel like, like the holidays are coming. It's just hot. <sighs> it's always hot there. You're in Miami. It's 30 degrees where we are right now. All right, guys. So we got this trivia question where people can win a Harry Potter-themed candle from Sugar and Geek Candles. Uh, So, Dan and Steph, why don't you tell everybody how to enter? How to enter. Make sure you are following our Instagram at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. Send us a DM with the trivia question answer. And the correct answer enters you in the drawing with a chance to win the prize. 
One lucky winner will be selected from all contestants with the correct answer. The winner will be announced on next week's episode, which will be uploaded on November 23rd. You can answer from right now until Thursday, November 19th, 6 p.m. Eastern, and good luck. Good luck. Good luck, guys. Good luck. Oh, Sam. I know you got the question. What's the question this week, Sam? On the episode, which was uploaded November 9th, we had a special guest, Alan Han from ESPN, on the podcast. Which Star Wars film did he say was his go-to Star Wars film? To be honest with you, I, I, I can tend to agree because it's actually become a, a favorite of mine as well. And we won't say it now. I know what it is. But I'm sure you did because you listened to the episode. <laughs> So, all right, so now let's announce the winner of last week's trivia giveaway, the winner of the Be Our Guest themed ears, or the Be Our Guest ears themed with uh, Jasmine and Raja, is Jen Molson. So we want to say congratulations, Jen. We'll be reaching out to you on Instagram to get your shipping info. Thanks for listening, and thanks for entering, and um, enjoy these uh, these ears. Woo! All right, so that brings us to some Disney news. In the news today for Disney, Dan, why don't you uh, kick it off? Well, if you're walking around Disney's Magic Kingdom, then you should maybe stop into Uptown Jewelers and check out the new holiday collection, I will, from Dooney and Burke featuring Mickey Snowman and also Mickey and Minnie Ice Skating. I don't think that was really Mickey Snowman. I think it's Mickey Snowman, right? Anyway. So. Well, it's no maybe more than once so that make him plural, huh? Well, we'll see. Yeah. You, no can get the, you can get the wristlet wallet for only one fifty-eight. The mini backpack for two sixty-eight. This is two this is in the hundreds, by the way. The crossbody <laughs> purse for two twenty-eight or a tote bag for two sixty-eight. These would make great gifts for the holiday. Now, for me, I just need that country bear ornament. <laughs> I love how Stephanie's bucks. like only thirty bucks. Your well, Christmas I list will be easily managed with mine. Thirty bucks. Right. There you go. All well, right. Dooney Burke is like Wait, high you, end stuff. I know. I was so I happy know. when they came out with the Star Wars. I I went out and I got the Star Wars one. I had to have it. They're collectibles. Just think if you were like you had to have everything. <laughs> oh. well, yeah. I don't have that problem, thank God. Well, yeah, but like for Star Wars, did you buy like all the variations? No, I got the I got the the tote one, the big one. All right, all right, got yeah, got to narrow cool. it down. Yeah. All right, now this one kind of excites me. I always love when resorts or retro stuff is pulled in. This is pretty cool. You will now be able to find some new Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar merchandise over at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. You can find two different sizes the in the Enchanted Tiki Bar painting from $150 to $499. That's hundreds again, but they're at, you know, <laughs> Or a lithograph. This is more my speed for $39.99. You can also find in the Enchanted Tiki Bar Shag Collaboration Harvey's Collection Tote for $178 or a wallet for $98 or, you don't hear this word a lot, billfold <laughs> for $68. You can even <laughs> find a Shag Harvey's Charm Bracelet for $34.99. I checked out That's all this cool. stuff. It's very cool. You know, the typical Shag style, which is awesome. I love that. I do too. And I just love that, you know, the Polynesian and the Tiki Bar is coming full steam yeah. ahead with merchandise. Yes. <laughs> You know what? You know my big question about that is though. Oh boy, is this a grape, Gene? Do you have your first grape? No, it's not a grape at all. But I, I have a question. It kind of relates to what you're talking about. Okay. You Why couldn't <laughs> the bicycle stand up by itself? Oh God! Wait, oh, what? I should have known. You took a long time to ask that question. Yeah. I should have known. Yeah. No. I... Why, Gene? Why? It was too tired. Tell me. 
Uh, too tired? Uh, yeah. Wow, it's even better with the explanation. <laughs> uh, Do you like that one, Dan? I could have lived without that one. So good. I'm going to tell it at Christmas. <laughs> tell hey, everybody, <laughs> gather around. I got to tell you something. If you want to make friends and be really popular, use that joke at any party. Yeah. They'll come Instant swarming, man. Popularity. Instant popularity. <laughs> I'm going to try it at Thanksgiving. Do it at Thanksgiving. <laughs> really good. Thanks, guys. It's really Can't wait good. For the I'm going to try one. it. I'll tell you what, if you guys didn't love them so much, I wouldn't even do them. Uh, I do them for you guys. Uh, we appreciate it. I, I know you yeah. Do that's why, that's like, really, thank you. Thank I, you. <laughs> every week I say, you got to bring the funny because that's what they want. Mm-hmm. You got to bring the funny. You, bring Christmas you nailed it, Gene. You nailed it. I tried. Perfect. Funny. Very funny. Thanks, guys. If I All had right, listened to it, I could you give me a Christmas theme one next time? Well, I can when it's Christmas time for sure. Let's not talk about how funny I am, Dan. Why don't you get back to the news? Well, if you are one of the many people that collect Disney pins, <laughs> I did get sucked into this. <laughs> then you should head over to Disney's Pin Traders in downtown Disney and check out the new Gingerbread Collection. This set of oh. nine pins pays tribute to the Nightmare Before Christmas. I bet you didn't expect that to be what I was going to say, Mm-mm. right? I didn't. Each box contains two randomly selected pins, and it costs nineteen ninety nine. Have fun in your search for all nine pins. Have fun, wallet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steph, what do you got? Well... Um, Let's get this party started with some sad, uh, sad summer news. Stephanie. Sad news, Stephanie. <laughs> Somehow when you set off with the let's get the party started, I feel it's probably not really going to happen, right? It's not, you guys. Okay, what I, do you got? I don't have good news. Hmm. Disney has announced that a longtime fan favorite tradition will not be happening this year. Unfortunately, the famous gingerbread displays at the various hotels and resorts around Disney World will not be on display for the holiday season of 2020 due to social distancing guidelines. I could have well, stood six feet from it. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> that. Like, what? This well, isn't a people. What I'm guessing that they're thinking a lot of people are going to be kind of swarming around it at one time. But I yeah, feel like it could have probably gotten around this, right? I can't imagine why. I mean, I feel like people don't always follow the rules. That's a good point. So that they're trying to avoid that. Yeah. But we could have hired old Charlie to stand there. And I don't, I mean, I feel like with everything that's getting taken away, this would have been a good one to try to make happen. Get ready. Because Disney has also officially announced that Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party will not be taking place for the holiday mm. season of 2020. <gasps> yeah. Disney's official statement said, in quotes, Holiday experiences that draw big crowds will be on hiatus this year. And wow, so wow, I didn't have any idea that that was going to be a problem. That came out of nowhere. Now, yeah. here's the thing: I can understand that to an extent, a little bit. Yeah, that, that yeah, does too. big crowds, but but a display. Uh, it really does stink that that's what is going to happen like what was the big deal about the, the gingerbread displays like that's one of the things yeah. that i love is going to all the different resorts that you don't even stay at just so you could see their lobby during the holidays you know with the tree or the, the decorations and, and the gingerbread thing which they all do so such a great job on yeah so, with um, the party yeah. i mean you're providing something for a higher price mm-hmm. you know so it's like kind of impossible to provide enough to substantiate those tickets the prices you know? yeah that's a good point so that's people yeah. challenge it even now and yeah. kind of, good point up. yeah so they do sell out, but there's a lot of people that are like that buy it with the foot like begrudgingly because they kind of want to still go, you know, but they're like, oh, 
All right, Bridge, what do you got in the news today? Okay, so if you are looking for a cool Christmas gift for a loved one that is one that is a fan of the Mandalorian series, then head over to Tomorrowland and Power Company at Magic Kingdom and look for a new remote control toy baby Yoda for $69.99. And the baby Yoda has five different modes. It's follow, curious, hide and seek, sounds, and joystick. Then the remote control can be worn on your wrist, so it looks like a piece of the Mandalorian costume. So for a limited time, you can also get a a free Mandalorian lithograph with the purchase of the remote baby Yoda. And it is a really good gift gift idea. I mean, that's amazing. Like To be able to bring him home, that's just amazing. Ironically, I have the same five modes. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, so next up, the Disney adventure movie Death on the Nile, which was scheduled to be released on December 18th, has been delayed indefinitely. When is um, Jungle Cruise supposed to come out now that they move? I don't know. That I'm looking forward to. What movie was the Jungle Cruise cruise based on? Uh, African Queen? Yes. Did you know it was really? a guess? Yeah. I thought it was going to be a dad joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Humphrey Bogart vehicle. The Humphrey Bogart vehicle. The Good African one, Stephanie. Queen. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. That might be on the Disney Doll Game trivia game Ooh. at some point. So now you have it. Yeah. Jot that down, guys. Yeah. So it's a good one. It's better than mm-hmm. when was the first Mickey Mouse watch sold? Damn. 1933. That might be on there yeah. too. I know that you know that, but the masses, I don't think do. Yeah. What did I guess? 1962. Yeah. We were way off. Uh, yeah. 1933. All right. So, Sam, what do you got in the news today? So, exciting news. The first phase of Disneyland's Resort Hotel re- will be reopening on December 6, 2020. It was announced that Disney's Vacation Club section of Disney's Grand Californian Hotel will be reopening on December 6, which is just in time for Christmas. The non-Disney Vacation Club rooms will still remain closed for now. How many wow. DDC uh, locations are in Ooh. near Disneyland? Disney, I, you know what? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I know in Disney World, it's like 15 or 16, something like that. It can't be that many, right? In Disneyland? No, I think it's only like, I think it's only a couple. Yeah. So the next thing I want to talk about is over at Star Traders in Disney Magic Kingdom, you'll be able to find some new face masks inspired by Disney princesses and villains. I know you may think I'm talking about masks to wear due to the pandemic, but I'm actually talking about beauty kind. So I'm super excited about this one. You can all, you can find seven different types of beauty masks for $6.99 each. So maybe it's time to go pamper yourself. So the last thing is the lunching pad at Disney's Magic Kingdom is now open seven days a week. Since the restaurant reopened last month, it was only open on weekends, but it will now be open all week from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Look at that. Ooh, making progress. Starting to, starting to. All right, so I got a couple of news stories. If you're looking for, if you're looking for a mini ear headband that will make you feel special, like a princess, and head over to the World of Disney at the Downtown Disney District in Disneyland Resorts. The mini headband is a peach colored with sequined ears and crown instead of a bow, and you can find this for only twenty nine ninety nine. But um, all right, also. Uh, if you've missed the Harambe Market at Animal Kingdom, then you're happy to know starting the 14th, which was last Saturday, they will be opened up just on the weekends and on select busy days. And then also, if you're looking for some holiday pins to add to your collection, then you should stop by the Dark Room at Disney's Hollywood Studios. They're going to have a new limited edition Chip and Dale pin with a puffy Ooh. 3D pumpkin. <laughs> Sorry. I knew you were going to cut me off once you were at Chip and Dale. I was actually going to stop and say, how do you like that, Dan? Oh. Tell me about so, it. 
What so is it? It's uh, it's going to be a new limited edition Chippendale pin with a puffy 3D pumpkin, which be would be great to wear on Thanksgiving. They also mm. have a limited edition Countdown to Christmas pin. They have uh, actually, well, that pin actually is going to have my, uh, Mickey riding in a sleigh pulled by reindeer with Cinderella's castle in the background. Uh, the pin will also help you keep track of how many days there are until Christmas. So I guess kind of like mm. a, a pseudo advent calendar pin, maybe kind of a thing. So that's all we got for the news today, guys. Uh, that's going to bring us to our guest for the day. And joining us all the way from Canada, a new friend of the show. She's from the Disney Time podcast. Her name is Stephanie. How you doing, Stephanie? Good. How are you guys? We're good. You know, good. Maybe, you know, this is, this is odd. We don't, we don't often get many Stephanies. We actually have two Stephanies. <laughs> it's a popular name. We usually do this with my wife, Stephanie, who's the other half of Rock and Roll DW. So. Yeah. So just, yeah. For, so there's no, mis- no, no confusion. This is not. Stephanie from Minnesota. This is Stephanie from Canada. This is this is Canada, Stephanie, the only one. Well, we're glad to have you on this week. Dying to really kind of get into some some Disney stuff of what Canadians feel about Disney since you know, it's you know, our neighbors to the north. Where did you get your Disney passion from being all the way up, you know, in Canada? And what part of Canada are you from, actually? I'm from uh, Ontario. So northern Ontario, but I've moved down to Toronto since. Uh, but, wow. you know, I can't speak for all Canadians, of course, but I would say that um, the Disney love is huge here my uh, father-in-law is from toronto we're not from toronto he now lives in toronto he's colombian did you know him (laughs) yeah i know yeah that's my neighbor obviously (laughs) do you know you know hernando his name is hernando (laughs) yeah the one hernando and the one stephanie (laughs) we're friends um but yeah no i would say that um because we don't have the parks and because disney obviously is an american company uh i'm sure the feeling and the vibe around it is a little bit different but really people travel from canada all the time to go to disney in America. Uh, growing up, I wasn't one of those people just because um, just means and everything. I just, I, don't th- I think I only went to Disney once when I was a kid. Uh, so I think for Canadians, a lot of the love comes from the nostalgia of movies, right? And we get mm. cold, cold weather here a lot of the time. If we're not playing outside in the snow, we would be inside watching movies. And, you know, I grew up in the 90s. So that means that we got a plethora of Renaissance movies, right? Mm. So yeah. Mulan, Tarzan, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, like the best of the best. Mm. So I think for Canadians my age, we grew up absolutely in love with those films. And I think it lasts into our adulthood now. That's also that you really were able to keep it going and not just grow out of it, but like let it be a part of your life, you know? And that's, yeah. you know, I mean, me and Dan kind of have the same, kind of a, somewhat of a similar story. We weren't at the parks when we were kids, really. It wasn't until we became adults that weirdly our Disney love kind of blossomed a little bit with the parks and all. Are you guys, uh, what, they, are you guys what they call Disney adults? Uh, sadly, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, a Disney, I'm a, I'm a 42 year old Disney geek. Actually, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 43 actually just the other day but um oh, a, yeah, thank you but yeah i mean i'm sure you know dan can say for himself too we're pretty much grown up disney men but children as <laughs> men's bodies pretty much definitely children i mean we kind of have the same thing well at least i do with what you're talking about with uh, the last run of the popular 90s movies i had the same thing just back in the late 70s you know so it's it's cool that the disney love transfers just from more age groups on you know it's kind of the same thing which is cool yeah i mean it's just like if there's um in that time period you know the the late 80s especially to the early 2000s uh just great films overall right they are like oscar nominated films so if you don't like them there's something wrong with you you know and if you don't (laughs) like them when you grow up 
that sucks. Something bad happened to you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's especially I think as adults, I think I cherish Disney more as an adult because I need that break from reality sometimes, you know, especially nowadays. So yeah. let me ask you a question with these Disney films. What is your go-to film? Like if you're going, you can bring one Disney DVD with you and that's it. What's that one Disney film you're going to have with you? <laughs> a Disney Plus subscription, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's cheating. That's cheating. No, no, um, definitely Lion King. That was a big, it still is a big thing in my life, but uh, how, when did that come out? Like 94, Four, 95? Yeah. 94. Yeah. So I was like seven when I saw it. Changed my life. Like just could not imagine. And to this day, I think it's a perfect film. Like I don't think there's much yeah. you can change in that to make it, it is. better. You're such a big fan of that. What did you think of the remake? <sighs> you know, I don't know why you touch perfection. You know, if you already did it, yeah. why do it again? That's my opinion. I Do I think it looked beautiful? Absolutely. Do I think they got a great cast? Yes. Was it necessary? Not at all. So I think that's just my opinion. I think if you're going to watch the live action, do it. But I think you're going to go back to the original to be satisfied. Yeah, I feel yeah. like if they're trying to make, you know, to expose it to a new audience, I think as adults, we love the original, you know, so you're not going to get us, I don't feel, on on that new live action. And kids don't, not love that animated stuff now mm -hmm. so i i agree with you it's it's a tough tough thing to deal with you know i think uh, yeah to, uh, to each their own i don't have kids but if i did i i would show them the og over the new one but if they wanted to watch the new one like you know that's great too i just think i just yeah. think the first one is just perfect <laughs> no I, I agree i think you know what it is, is i think john favreau did a tremendous job with the lion king because it was a tough thing to do. And I know when a lot of people crushed him on it saying, oh, well, you didn't change that much. You did a lot. You stole a lot of scenes. Like you didn't really change it. It's almost word for word. And he had a great, a great quote on it. He goes, well, it's such a perfect movie. There's so many iconic scenes and lines. How can I take any of those out? I had to recreate it in like live action. Like, how do you take that, some of that stuff out? Like, I think because it was such a perfect animated film, it's what it did. It's what made it harder to make the live action film. Mm -hmm. The live action could be a nine out of 10, but it's up against a 10 out of 10. So how do you, it loses anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, to each their own. I'm sure you get a lot of people that would argue that the newer one is better because it's, you know, updated and it's got, you know, a more diverse cast, uh, lots of reasons to love it. Uh, what I liked about the live action Lion King was Timon and Pumbaa. Like I thought that they were well-written for like a newer generation and with like, you know, Seth Rogen and yeah, what's his face, too. Billy on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Billy, Billy Eichner. I mean, I can find fast. something good, you know. Yeah, and, you know what I think too? I thought Zazu was better in the live action. I thought that he, they gave yes. him funnier lines with, um, I'm blanking out on, on the actor's name from HBO, oh, the show on HBO. Me too. A real but, Disney podcast, but we forget. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep everything up here. But yeah, um, seriously. it'll come to me after I get off. But that was his name. Mm -hmm. but, it'll um, come to us halfway through the interview. Yeah, but I thought I thought they gave Zazu a couple of extra lines too that made him a little bit of a different character and a funnier character too. But yeah, yeah. So let me ask a question: Disneyland, Disney World. You're in Canada, so you know a lot of times when you're in the U.S., you are. If I feel like if you're on the East Coast of the United States, everyone's like Disney World, Disney World, Disney World. If you're on the West Coast of the United States, everyone's like Disneyland, Disneyland. Disneyland. So what is a Canadian who has really no East or West? <laughs> what do you prefer? What's, what's your go-to? I mean, I would pick like, if I had to go back to Disney World or Disneyland, I would go Euro Disney or I'd go like Japanese Disney or something. Have you ever been? No, that's the thing. I've never been. So like even the idea of like, like I, I'm assuming you're saying California and Orlando or those yeah. two differences. Yeah. 
Yeah. Would so, um, you rather if you had to go to one park today, let's say, would you rather like, go to ooh. Disneyland or Disney World? Which is which one do you prefer? If I got like a free ride and like yeah, yeah. COVID wasn't happening, yeah. uh, I would choose California. Really? Just purely because I haven't been there. The uh, the two times I went to the parks, it was the Florida one or the Orlando one. Okay. Oh, so just for the different experience. Yeah, just to see like, okay, so what's new here, right? I got to tell you, Stephanie, that's the wrong answer. It's just <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm I just wouldn't playing. know. I'm just, I'm just a little Canadian. I, <laughs> no, I can respect that. I can respect it. Because you know what? At the end of the day, I haven't been to, um, I haven't been to, to, to Disneyland Paris yet. I haven't been to the ones in Asia. My wife and my daughter have been to the one in Paris. And they said it was definitely very different, but still loved it um, mm-hmm. just the same. But uh, yeah, so I, I get that. Where If someone was to say, which one do you want to go to? I might say Shanghai or Tokyo, you know, Tokyo, just because I haven't been there yet. And if it's a free ticket, then why not? You know? Yeah, like let's, let's we stop it. on track to go to Tokyo. And then that's no pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We really want to go there. We have a, a couple friend of ours that that is their park, Tokyo. They, they love it. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, Japan in general would be amazing to go to. So why not stop over at Disney? Yeah. <laughs> while yeah. You're there. yeah. So you have a great podcast. It's Disney's time. Uh, where did that have that come about? Like, where did, when, how, you know, how long have you been doing it? How did you get started? What made you want to get into broadcasting with a podcast? Um, okay. Well, I, I think so. I wanted a new hobby about two years ago, two and a half years ago. I was like, I need something creative. I need to do something interesting for myself. And I started listening to, uh, as a lot of women my age do, we listen to true crime podcasts. And uh, a really popular one uh, is My Favorite Murder. And it's two women discussing every week a different murder that they like to that they want to talk about <laughs> it's really like morbid um but i got a, really into it wait i don't want to cut you off is this a real like news story or is or is it like like murder mystery stories no they're like they literally like they pick like a they google like a murder oh, okay. oh so it's okay so it's not just a ghost story or a scary story it's an actual no the real true crime I just stories really- like Bonnet or whatever <laughs> I just want to see how morbid this really was. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, sorry. That's uh, if you do, if anyone listens to my podcast, we get a little dark sometimes. That inspired me. It was just two women talking about anything they want. So I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And I need a topic. I just need a topic and a mic. And uh, the topic was hard to come up with at first because I was like, well, if I want this to go on for quite a long time, it can't just be something stagnant. It can't just be like, I pick, I don't know. I was thinking like maybe the Harry Potter series, but that ends eventually. Yeah. Uh, I was like Dawson's Creek. I was like, well, that ends too. But Disney goes on and on and on. And I know a lot about it. And the nostalgia factor. I think a lot of people would tune into that, as you know, and and that's what how like I picked that up and I ran with it, and that's how I developed it's distance time, and it's been an amazing hobby for the last two and a half years. Awesome. So you guys, you've been on for a pretty good time then. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing with Disney too is you could do a new episode every single day and have something fresh to talk about because. Oh, yeah. There's always something in the news for Disney. Like, you know, it's, it's, it evolves just so much. I mean, especially even now, you know, you think it wouldn't be as much news with Disney right now just because, well, nothing's really open as much. But they still make the news every day. There's, I mean, you could check the websites every day and there's some type of update that you would love to cover. We do ours every week. And there's times where like, I'm like, oh, but we're not going to be on for six days. We're missing out on a good news story. And it's like, oh, you know, what do you do? That, it, it's one of those topics that, especially if you love Disney, which we obviously all three of us all do. And everyone else, you know, everyone listening, I'm sure does. It's, it's fun to talk about. And it's always, it's like ever evolving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Do you, I, I do get questions um, now and then of people saying like, aren't you running out of topics? You know, because I do a, an episode a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they, that's the most common question I would get. And uh, I'm always like, no. Like, do you know how 
big this company is? Do you know how much material they produce? It's not just movies, mm-hmm. it's TV, it's the parks, it's merchandise, it's everything. Right. Yeah. How did you land on your name? Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's really hard to come up with a podcast name. I'm sure you guys know. Like yeah. I just like I hemmed and hawed about it, and I didn't want it to be too cheesy, and I didn't want to be you know just like Steph's podcast. So uh, I was watching Flight of the Concords, which is a comedy mm-hmm. show that I really liked. That's a good show, was, HBO. Yeah, <laughs> and they have a song called "It's Business Time," yeah. and uh, I just that's that's where it generated from. <laughs> You know, when we, I remember when we were looking up our name, we came up with a couple of different names. And I'm not going to say the names of the other ones, but we came up with some cool, clever ones. And then you'd be like, okay, let's, let's make sure nobody else has it. And you'd look at Google and, oh, somebody has that already. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, so it, it is tough to find a good Disney podcast name because some of the good, clever ones, somebody might have took and they've had it like, you know, from years ago. Oh, yeah. And that's actually I found in my research for podcasts, uh, just, you know, you want to see what else is out there in terms of your topic and your um, theme that you've chosen. And the, the amount of Disney podcasts out there, it wasn't overwhelming to me. It was inspiring to me. I was like, well, here is exactly why I should pick this topic is because obviously these, everybody wants to talk about Disney. Mm-hmm. So, like the names, you know, you, you think you got a good name and then you're like, uh. but we did the same thing. It's like, we, we really wanted with rock and roll DW, we didn't want like a lot of have the full Disney name in it. I wanted a nod somehow. And since we do, you know, a lot with music and she works with a lot of artists too, styling, that's where the rock and roll part comes in. And we didn't also kind of want, we started on Instagram. We wanted to pull some of that other stuff in too, since we can't go to the park every day. And so we had, we, we got it to open up a little bit, but yeah, that's a, it's a tough thing. And I was really curious how you came to that name. I was like, I don't understand. Is it something with business? It's gotta be something with business. What am I missing here? I knew it had to be something fun. It's not like it was going to be stale. Cause I saw your podcast, not saw them, but saw, you know, the body of them as I'm going through trying to figure out, well, how did she get to this? I think you're over, you're, you're overthinking it more than I did because <laughs> I was literally just up, like, you know, sometimes you think, why did they pick that name? There's got to be something behind it. Cause you kind of want that. You want something that no one's going to get kind of, you know, mm-hmm. I like that. Out. The mystery of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're a Disney fan and you find a, a new podcast, there's not, it's not like one of those ones where it's like you have a favorite radio station. And you just listen to that radio station or a favorite news show. And you just watch that new show with Disney. There's not a, I feel like if you're a real Disney, true Disney lover, there's not enough podcasts in the world. Cause I have 24 hours in a day and each one is only about an hour. So I have time to listen to numerous podcasts. Yeah. So you can listen to a bunch at the same time and be fans of different ones. Like, like what I should say right now is people should go listen to the Disney underground and then flip right over to it's business time. You can listen to two, them in a, in a couple hours and there you go we all say the same stuff let's let's call it as we all pretty much say the same same stuff but everybody has their own unique way of expressing their and you know their disney passion and i think that's what why you can have a bunch of disney podcasts and still not be stale because everybody has their different sound you know and that's right mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that i love about a lot of these disney podcasts they, they're everybody sounds different we all and again we say the news is the news so we really report the news the same when you have different podcasts, you have different voices and different sounds and different opinions that come through. And so you can really listen to a bunch of different podcasts and not get the same answer twice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's also like even within a podcast, everyone has different opinions. Um, I find for my podcast, um, it's not it's never just me. I always bring on a co-host of some sort. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually what we do is we pick a topic. Let's say it's uh, for women. Let's just say it's hot as Disney Prince. Uh, <laughs> it'll be me and another girl. And we'll both 
talk about who we think it is and then we'll debate it. Like I'll literally be like, you're wrong. Like that's not right. <laughs> you know what I mean, um, but anyone could argue any point. You know, you could... Robert the doll into a Disney movie. <laughs> oh, did you, did you listen to that episode? Oh, I'm, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I love the whole Robert the doll thing. And when I saw that, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is a cool like take. <laughs> To this thought of making these horrific stories into a Disney children movie. You know, it's funny. That makes me laugh. Hey, I love that you brought up Robert the Doll on another episode of, of a Disney podcast because he deserves more credit. Um, but B, I think um, that's something I wanted to do next. I, I was going to, I was like, my next podcast should be taking scary stories and making them into Disney movies because that's what Disney did with the original fairy tales from mm-hmm. Europe, right? They took horrifying stories like Snow White and Sleeping Beauty and made them into fun movies for kids. So I was going to do that. But then looking up podcasts, um, there is a podcast out there called uh, Disney After Dark. Yeah. And I was like, and I, I haven't listened to it yet, but I was like, they have the name that I would want. So I'm not going to do it, you know? <laughs> Kind of like when people take the movie Elf and make it into a horror trailer. Yeah. Like yes. Oh, yeah. They do a good one for Office Space. Have you ever seen the Office Space one? <laughs> yeah. There's a really good one for Office Space. They did one for Mary Poppins as well. See, I didn't see that one. That I got to look up. It's yeah, really funny. So before we let you go, we got a couple of rapid fire Disney questions for you. I want to get like first answer that comes to mind. Okay. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right. These are all your Disney favorites. Okay. Disney villain. Scar. Sidekick. Uh, Jimmy Cricket. Oh, yes. I like that's classic. You know, the new ones. I love that. Favorite Disney ride? Uh, ooh, um, I haven't been on many of the rides, so I'm going to say the teacup ride. Really? <laughs> I don't, wow. Yeah, that's a couple. Why, why would you say that? You, why haven't you been on a lot of rides? I'm curious. Uh, because, okay, my last time I was there was in 2016, and I went on like, like I, I really couldn't tell you what rides I went on. I don't remember. I don't have a memory for that stuff. I remember, <laughs> I remember movie plots, but I don't remember what I did physically somewhere. <laughs> um, but but I've been really not right? about the rides as much too. And I'm curious, like why, what, what is it outside of the rides that you love the most about being in there? Uh, about being at Disney? Yeah. The atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The aesthetic. It's like, you know, I, I'm not like um, one of the, like I'm not a diehard Disney fan. But the nostalgia is real for me. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a corporate thing. But I think what they do for children and keeping that magic alive in an actual place is, is a lovely idea. And they pulled it off and Disney was a genius. So being in the atmosphere, the fact that like there are certain areas that smell a certain way and, you know, there's little hidden things and hidden right. Mickeys and like, oh, like it's fun. Like, where are you going to go and find that in, in anywhere in the world? You're not. So I think that's just the atmosphere of being there. Just to, to kind of piggyback off what you said, when you say that what they, how they make it for the atmosphere for, for children, but it's mm-hmm. the same way for adults, because yeah. like I said, I'll go there and I'm all of a sudden transformed to a 12 year old boy again and wash away any bad feelings from anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. bad for people that go there and don't get that feeling, to be honest with you. I feel like you're not giving it a shot because, you know, I know people that aren't that into Disney. And I'm like, I don't know how that could even be possible. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, like people going, to, where are you going on vacation? I'm going to the Bahamas. But Disney World is bef- he's closer. What are you going to the Bahamas for? You're like, open Who needs up the your beach? heart to joy. Like, yeah. Why don't you? But I, no, I, I think you're right. Like the parks, they've, they've found a very nice balance between children excitement and children fantasy and adult nostalgia, right? Yeah, yeah. They're so, geniuses. They're, they're smart, smart yeah. people. So one last question before we let you go. Okay. And you kind of brought it up before. And now I need to know, who's the hottest Disney prince? <laughs> uh, you know, I, 
<laughs> I'm going to say uh, Li Shang from Mulan. He's not a prince. He's a captain. Even better. <laughs> Military man. <laughs> Military man. A little bit. I mean, but uh, he's just a really good looking guy. <laughs> well, that's true. But, <laughs> well, we'll let you go. But we want to say thank you so much for joining us. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find the podcast? Uh, yeah. If you want to listen to it's business time, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, I upload on Podbean. So just you can find it anywhere there and on our social media channels at it's business time on Instagram and business time on Facebook and it's business time on TikTok. There you go. Stephanie, we want to thank you so much for joining us all the way from, from Canada. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on. We'll, uh, we'll see you again real soon, Steph. Nice meeting you. Bye. All right. And that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV and Movie Minute with uh, Sam and, and Bridget are going to bring that to us. Bridget, what do you got? You go first. All right. So first off, Star Wars, The Mandalorian, Season 2, Episode 4. The Mandalorian and the child continue their adventures. Number two, The Right Stuff, Episode 8, Flight. Three, we have One Day at Disney Short, Episode 151. In the season finale, you revisit some inspiring cast members previously shown on One Day at Disney Short. Take a look back at some memorable moments and the people that made them possible. Next up, Marvel 616. This series explores Marvel's legacy of pioneering characters, creators, and storytelling. Episodes in this series will cover topics including Marvel's world-spanning artists, the trailblazing women of Marvel Comics, and discovering the forgotten characters of Marvel. All right, so Sam, what do we got on uh, the Disney TV movie minute from you? So the real right stuff, this tells the story of America's first astronauts. This documentary combed over hundreds of hours of archival films, radio broadcasts, interviews, home movies, and other never-before-seen materials to transport viewers back to the late 1950s. I'm looking forward to this one. Me too. Yeah, me too. It sounds I have way it in, cool. in my queue. Did, has anybody Who? seen the right stuff, the movie from the 80s? I have not. You got to see a really good movie. You got to see it. But this, and this is obviously a documentary. So it's all kind of like yeah. ties into the same stories between the TV show they have now on Disney Plus, the series on Disney Plus rather, and this documentary. It'd be pretty movie. cool to see it. It's really Actually, good the stuff. home theater, the home movie. That's pretty good. Yeah. And this is like actual footage. So it, it's even cool. Yeah. The fact that it's actual footage from it, I think that's fascinating. Yeah. And then we go from that to what's the, what else you got, Sam? So the next one, I'm really excited. This brings me back to when Aiden was a baby. He used to love Disney planes. So I'm super excited. I was just about to crush planes. (laughs) No, I love it. Listen, before Toys R Us was opened, I bought all the little planes. I actually have them in his little memory box. That's cute. cute. I was actually, when you, because that's what I was actually going to get to. I was actually about to crush it because we go from a cool documentary, the right stuff, to planes. Oh, I was actually crush, but I feel bad now. Crop duster, I love I him. circled the crop duster and made Stephanie laugh. Yes, he did. I'm surprised you didn't make a part in Well, I loved it. It brings me back to when Aiden was a baby. So, um, a crop duster plane named Dusty has dreams of one day becoming a great air racer. He was so cute. Dusty's friend, who is a fuel truck named Chug, helps Dusty practice his flying maneuver in order to qualify for the wings across the globe race. By the way, I have some of the books of these two. I'll tell you what the most amazing part of that story is. A plane could still be friends with a fuel truck. He can't even get off the ground, but they, yet they still make it work. <laughs> it's so cute. Don't knock it. Have you watched it? Yeah, years ago. I, I, I just wasn't into it. It To me, it was like, I it was like, it. it tried to be, I feel like, you know, because you had cars and then they had planes. It's like, all right, well, what is next? You know, come on. Boats? I mean, yeah. 
I mean, Aiden only liked it for like six months and then he was like, I'm done, mom. But I was crushed. No, I hear you. There's things that my kids used to watch when I was when, when they were Wagon. younger. <laughs> Wagons. I, there's things that my kids used to watch when they were kids too that I'm like, that I probably wouldn't have been into otherwise, but it, it had that nostalgic feel. Like, I'll tell you what, what my daughter, we could tease her about it is, I don't know if you guys remember from during the day on Disney, is Roly Poly Oli. Does anybody remember Roly Poly Oli? No. Like little robots, they live like on a robot world. And my daughter was obsessed with Roly Poly Oli when she was like two years old. Three I years remember old. that. And it was a show that I would have never, but I actually would like recite the lines because I would watch it all the time with her. And it became like a show that I used to love, Roly Poly Oli. And it was horrible. If I look back on it, it was like, I, it was a horrible kid show. But at the time, my daughter loved it. So I, it meant something to me. So I can get where you love planes yeah. so much. And we also have Planes, Fire, and Rescue. Dusty Crophopper, who is a celebrity racer with a big career, who trains to become a certified firefighter. Hmm. Okay, so for this week's edition of the Disney Dollar Game, we actually have a familiar friend on the show today. Brittany, how's it going? Hey, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, so real quick, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and where you're from, All if right. they don't remember. <laughs> well, if you don't remember, I'm Brittany, the owner and creator at Mountains Over Main Street. We're handmade in East Tennessee, and I'm very excited about possibly winning this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, that would be great. So far, no winners. So, uh -oh. I mean, you know, so far, no winners, but you, you could be the first. You confident? Kind of. All right. <laughs> I'm great at useless Disney trivia, so hopefully some of that will, will come through. <laughs> Yeah, Disney, Disney trivia is never useless. Yeah, come on. It's going to be it's, very useful for you, hopefully. Right now. I hope so. Useless Disney trivia saved my life once or twice. Hey, there you go. <laughs> All right, so here's the rules real quick. It's going to be 10 questions, 10 seconds each question. And what, the way it works is you get you answer the first question correctly, you move on to the second, you answer the second. <laughs> I can't talk today. Answer the second correctly, you move on to the third. Uh, you keep going until you get an incorrect answer. If you get to question 10 and you get to question 10 correctly, you win the $25 Disney gift card. Um, first non-correct answer or incorrect answer and first non-answer at the buzzer, game over. All right? All right. I'm so dismal. <laughs> 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 and the and the clock starts after the question is is officially asked. Now, um, Dan, you ready? I ho! <laughs> I am uh, ready. All right, so Dan's gonna. Is Brittany ready? That's that's a good question. Is Brittany ready? I'm ready. Dan's got some tough ones for you. All right. She looks happy now. If you, <laughs> you can't see her, but she looks happy. I thrive. I thrive in the pressure of the moment. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't change your mood tonight. <laughs> All right. All right. Question number one. Go ahead, Dan. Question number one. Where does Peter Pan live? Neverland. Starting off super hard, right? Oh, All right. Yes. Question number two. In Aladdin, what is the name of Jasmine's pet tiger? Raja. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Brittany, please don't get overconfident because they get harder. Oh, yes, I know. They're not all simple questions. I'm just enjoying this. Enjoy the, enjoy the ride. It's, it's, yeah. Right, just spectacular sound effects. <laughs> High budget. All right. We hope you know you're Aladdin because number three, uh -oh. in Aladdin, what was Jafar's third wish? To be the most powerful. Ah, to be a genie? Yes. <laughs> Woo! Just in time oh. before the buzzer. Ha! Ah. Ah. We didn't want to hear that submarine buzzer. All right. <laughs> All right, this one might this one might be okay. Question number four in the Lion King: What does Akuna Matata mean? It means no worries. Yeah! Ding 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 ding. Here we go. 
Question oh, five. Okay. Now I'm a big Pinocchio fan. Uh -oh. This is a hard one. Okay. Reaching back into the retro. Number, we're up to five. What is the name of the whale in Pinocchio? Monstro. Yeah! All right. <laughs> Good. There wasn't even a hesitation. <laughs> She's probably just going to now hesitate just to act, you know. Yeah, sorry. She had a countdown. She probably wait till <laughs> All right. Number six in Finding Nemo, what oh, no. kind of fish is Nemo? He's a clownfish. Exactly. <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready, Brittany? I'm like yeah. biting my lip. I'm nervous. <sighs> this one is, uh, I don't want to give any clues. At which Walt Disney World Resort will you Ooh. find the Flying Fish Restaurant? <sighs> oh. Ah, um. I'd really love it if you get this one. Just throw one out. Ah. I don't know. Oh, dang it. Oh, oh I feel like I should know this. The boardwalk. Oh, my gosh. That was going to be. Gene's favorite. It's my favorite, which lets me down even more. Well, obviously, you're not the favorite on the show, clearly. <laughs> Apparently. Okay, Brittany. Darn it. You had a good run. You did. I hey, tried. Question seven. I mean, that's about as far as anybody's really gotten, I think. Are so you far. reusing these questions, Gene? Sometimes. And, and, and it's you what, see if they knew the, I'm just curious. Well, and that's, and that's kind of what I, what, I, what I tell everybody, and I'll say it again. Listen to all the episodes because you might hear a question that you didn't have the answer to, or you might not know the answer to. You might hear somebody else that might have it right and just jot down the number or the, name, the answer because when you get back on the show one day, you might be like, you know what? Let me refer, let me refer to my notes. You I'm know? never going to forget that ever. So now it's going to be ingrained in my memory. <laughs> so like, you know, and, uh, you know, like I said, we're going to be, you know, casting again for this, for this game show again, probably mm -hmm. in about January. So okay. we'll, you know, we'll reach out and bring it back. And again, just, but listen, but you know what? Like, like I said, when you hear a question that you don't know the answer to, jot down the answer and have your notes for when we come back on. And um, again, remember there's a million other ways to win monies, win, mm -hmm. <laughs> win monies cool. on this podcast. <laughs> you got the, the $150 gift card giveaway we give out every month so make sure you mm -hmm. enter for that did you enter for that yet Brittany? i have not yet well i don't know why you haven't i need you have, to you need to because you could win 150 dollars and right. then we also and then we also have the the sponsor give away as you are well aware of because mm -hmm. you were a sponsor earlier in the season mm -hmm. or in the in the, in the series mm -hmm. which we want to thank you again for it's awesome yeah so unfortunately womp womp. pretty much <laughs> but we'll hopefully have you back on again it was still and fun I'm so glad like, we had this time together. <laughs> it's like, Carol what, what a voice. And you're wondering why he's wasting his time with a podcast. Hey, I, know, I right? am actually a singer, but that wasn't the singing voice. Oh, no? <laughs> no. I got it. All right. Oh, so, shoot. Well, Brittany, thank you for uh, coming on. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be in touch soon. All yeah, right. Nice thank you guys you. for having me again. You thanks. too. Thanks, Brittany. Have a good night. Bye. You too. So now let's get into this week's topic talk. We're discussing some of our best Disney customer service experiences. So uh, I don't know, Sam, why don't you go first? Let's, uh, give, me, give me an instance of when you had a uh, really good customer service experience with Disney. I had, this was a couple years ago. So I'm not sure if everybody knows. So Aiden has autism. And for the longest, we've been dying to show him fireworks. So he was very... The lights, the sounds, all of that sensory, he just couldn't take it. We would get him sunglasses. We would do the headphones. Dad and I would, you know, take turns covering the ears. And 
this specific time that we went, we went with my little sister who's five years older than Aiden. So we, they do everything together. In addition to being our neighbors, we went to, we wanted to see the fireworks. We were at Magic Kingdom. We wanted to see the fireworks. So I asked one of the cast members where they suggest being when the fireworks were. It's not too loud, but that, you know, we could, we could at least see it and we could also see it ourselves. And the cast member was so helpful and so nice. We explained their situation with Aiden and he took us to the front of the castle, kind of in the back where Casey's is, where they have like the little grass patch area. And he, it was like, it was roped up and it was the VIP section. And he went ahead and let us go there. And he was like, Hey, listen, if it's too much for him, you guys have a little exit. You guys can, can leave. But he was so attentive and he kept checking in on us, making sure Aiden was okay. And I thought that was really nice because he really didn't have to do, we were just asking like, Hey, what, 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 where do you suggest? That's excellent, man. Yeah, they that's cool. cool. That's so cool. Yeah, you weren't and, asking for any special treatment. They just gave. No, it I just you. wanted to know, like, hey, like, where do you think I could take him? Where it's not super loud? Because there was one time when we went to Mickey's Not So Scary, we were right by the where would they do the fireworks and it was at the villains which is like super loud and it, it was so crazy that day that aiden just ran to the nearest bathroom and just hid under oh. the sink and i was like man we'll never be able to do fireworks and the fact that this guy did this for us and aiden was able to see them it was really nice it meant a lot to us right yeah that's, oh. a, that's a really good that's a really that's excellent really story yeah. and joey's joined us joey you gonna stick in around for a little bit yeah yeah awesome. stick like, around joey's in town. Yeah. joey i gotta ask you a question What's up? How much do you bench, man? <laughs> <laughs> Your arms are huge, dude. I know. I want to know too. I want, I'm just curious if it's as much as I can bench. That's why. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know. Come on. He knows. Okay. He knows. No, he definitely he knows. knows. <laughs> I'm dying to know too. Just no, tell it's him. Not like, it's not like I go in there and I'm like, let me see how much I got lift and just do it once. <laughs> just, say it. just say it. Just say it. Hey, no. you guys, grab onto the sides. I'm going to lift you too. <laughs> there you go. No, it's um, it's over three fifteen. I can tell you that. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like right around there too. So I like that he didn't <laughs> say over three hundred, three fifteen. Like, well, because yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, weightlifting, we use so cool. we use forty five pound plates always. So once you stack three on each side, we know it's you know two of them is two twenty five, three fifteen, and then it, it continues. So I remember the first time I was able to push up three fifteen. It was I was proud of myself that day. <laughs> That's a long time ago, though, right? You know, never. Uh, it was about two weeks ago. And I've already <laughs> up to now. Mm-hmm. A 345. Yeah. 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 We had this one time Aiden was, he's obsessed with all the princesses. He loves them. He thinks they're gorgeous. And we stood in line for Aladdin and we told him we're, we're standing in line for Aladdin. And he just had this, this feeling like, Oh, I think she's just going to come out. Jasmine's just going to come out. <laughs> and sure enough, we get there and he starts to have a meltdown. Where's Jasmine? Where's Jasmine? And you know, the cast member who, who was Aladdin, he was so patient with Aiden and he was like, he tried to make conversation with him and he was so caring and loving with Aiden. And at the end, Aiden was so happy. At the end, he was so happy to meet him. It was really good. I forgot what Um, trip it is, but I'll show you guys a picture. You could tell how sad and heartbroken he was. And the guy just like hugged him and just kind of made him feel. So it was pretty good. You know, with the parks, Sometimes it's hit and miss with Aiden. Now, not so much because he's older. But when he was small, it was, it was. Yeah, I remember there was a time we couldn't we couldn't stay a full day at Magic Kingdom because throughout mm. the day, as it got too crowded, especially in Fantasyland and stuff, mm. yeah. he just would sit down. He's like, I'm basically telling us he's done. Yeah, so we and we traveled to... a lot with my sister because she, during the summer or spring break, she takes classes and courses at Aiden's uh, therapy school to help learn more about like how to to like handle and deal with him. So she would, she, when she travels with us, she uses a lot of her techniques that she learned. 
in training. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And this, yeah, we got a bunch of them. That's that's really heartwarming to know that that they really look out. You know, and, and again, where you, where you didn't even mention anything, you weren't looking nope. for a handout. They just yeah. they just do the right thing every time. And you know, that sometimes you'll see when people have like a bad instance, and maybe the cast member doesn't even really know what might be wrong. But people get mm-hmm. their first reaction is to be defensive and be upset. But you realize if it, a lot of times if you just go to a cast member and say, hey, this is the issue, common politely, you'll get – it's almost like that more highs with honey. I think we actually spoke about it last week a little bit. I forget who brought it up. But it it's really is true, especially at Disney because, the, you know, it, it's such a happy place. Just stay happy. And they will yeah, definitely – the, the happier you are, the happier they are, and the better yeah. they'll take they, care. They definitely yeah. take that time out to make sure the calmness mm-hmm. can happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes all the difference in the yeah. world. I mean, when everything is in such a rush, you know, right. these days with everything, it's like that changes things for mm-hmm. very many different circumstances. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's with the, the cast member, uh, the meet and greets, like you were saying with the princesses, we've had yeah. some they spend in a really large amount of time, yeah. uh, more so than you would think, especially with the, you know, the people that are in line and how long it is. And usually it's a, you know, it's a turnstile. They got to get people in, take pictures. Yeah. And, yeah. But man, there's times where they've really sat there. And I mean, I've filmed the thing that we're there for like 10, 15 minutes sometimes. Remember Rapunzel when Rapunzel started dancing with him? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know, we, we've been a part of a lot of cool Disney um, moments like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, those are such great memories to have, too. I mean, like, yeah. you'll never forget, you know? Uh-huh. Cool. Cool. Bridget, what about you? So, uh, two years ago, I can't believe it's been two years, uh, my husband and I got married. And then a day afterwards, we went down to Disney. <laughs> And uh, we stayed at the boardwalk because Jean wouldn't shut up about it and kept raving about it. And I would have, I wouldn't have been friends with her anymore if she would have went anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so it was amazing. And you know, they always ask, like, "Oh, are you celebrating anything?" And you know, we said, "Like, we're having our honeymoon." And they give us a pin. So like, oh, wow. we, you know, we each got our own little pin. We had it like on our outfit as we walk around, and um, the staff like they see it right away, and like we felt. Like, like royalty like king and queen and they always like congratulate you and like really make it feel spe- you know special and be like we're going out to eat like give you like a little extra something like it was just like it was really nice it like really made it that much more special for us like it was already like a really important time for us and you know we just got married and it was like our first trip together as a married couple and to have like all the staff like really like notice that little thing like just pin on my purse like they see it they congratulate us and they really like you know they really act like they they care you know they like really you know make it feel like it's it's a big deal you know and just to to pick up on that it's not even that they act like they care they legitimately i feel like they really legitimately do care like it's not even like they just act like like it's there they're there because like they they love it there themselves like they get the magic of disney and they know that everyone there like they want they want a piece of that magic for themselves and Mm -hmm. and they you know they they know what it's all about so they know they want to feel special when they're there exactly and to think about how many people have buttons on for different reasons Mm-hmm. every single day but yet they still have the thoughtfulness and the energy to still acknowledge you i mean that's that's mm-hmm. pretty amazing really when you think about it because i've it had is, the yeah. same thing happen with us yeah when you think about it that way especially i mean we've gone so many times where we're you know a birthday especially when we go for brianna and aiden's birthday we're always wearing those or first time i mean there's so many of the pins that they have and it's true and it's yeah. funny because even when it's not happening to us you always hear them saying something to someone yeah. behind you in the yeah. line as you're getting on a ride or something or i mean it's crazy so yeah i mean because they could be doing that all day long i mean yeah everybody's yeah. got pins there yeah, i mean even when you're walking in the hallway even when you don't have a pin like how polite you can't walk by anybody with a disney tag on 
a cast member tag and then not asking how your day is and just there's, you, you know, there's only some, I always joke with my wife, there's only so many times I can say I'm having a good day too. <laughs> you, you know, like, but, they, but, it's, but it's, right. it's like one of these little touches that you can't walk by someone with the cast member tag and them not ask you how your day is going and saying good morning or good afternoon or good night. Like it, it, they may be, they might be the most polite people on the whole planet and the most caring mm-hmm. people on the whole planet. And, and again, this yeah. is a Disney, Disney show, but we don't work for Disney. We're not a Disney show. We can say certain negative things. But it is just what it is. Like this, when it comes to customer service, there's really not many negative things to say about Disney because they always do their best to come through. And if they don't, it's because they legitimately can't. It seems like for the most part, you know. Yeah. And even when they can't, they just, still find a way to do so. Yeah. Yep. Just saying something about like customer service nowadays is not what it used to be. Like you know, just like just the average like regular companies. Like I feel like customer service is just like a dying art. Like like you just take the time to really look after your customers. That's like I mean I'm I could maybe only be speaking for New York and Long Island, but it's just like people just act like it's not a big deal. It's not important. It's not priority. People are just gonna buy what they want to buy, and like you know, it's just like you don't really get the same courtesy anymore. But Disney is like. They have it mastered. They are seamless in everything that they do. And they, they have the best customer service that I've ever experienced. And, and you know what? I, what I always say that it's not even that they have the best customer service. I think they have the best hiring process because they are able to find these people that yeah. are always that are that are happy to be there. That that just want to make everybody's day even better than their own day, and that's a yeah. extremely important quality to have, not just as an employee, but as a, just as a person in general. And they Disney just mm-hmm. they're able to find people that want to yeah. make sure your day is as perfect as it can be. Okay, you know, with me, I have a couple too. Like I, there was one time, uh, one where I was really sick, and they took care of me. One where I had my wedding. So I'll I'll do the sick one first. Bridget, I'm sure remembers. We used to work together at the time. I actually had pancreatitis. And I was in the hospital for about a yeah. week and I was really sick. And it was actually the week before I was supposed to go to Disney. So I, I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to go to Disney, but I made sure I got signed out of the hospital just in time the day before. So with part of the deal with the doctor saying, listen, you're going to have to have your, your gallbladder removed for about a month or so. And then in about a month, we'll, we'll have surgery. So I said, all right, well, then I'm going to go, I can go to Disney. Like, yes, but you got to eat very bland. And that's, I mean, everybody that's been to Disney knows that the food is amazing. It's hard to eat bland. Um, plus how it's hard to find bland food in Disney is so i went and my wife actually called the day before i said listen we have all these dining reservations my husband just got out of the, out of the hospital and he had pancreatitis and needs to have his gallbladder removed so we need to know if we need to change um reservations and where could we go that would have stuff that might be a little bit more you know a little bit more for what he's allowed to eat and they said you don't have to change anything he's like they said we can actually fix the menu up and kind of make things separately you know for when you guys come in we're going to note it in the system and when you show up there'll be like kind of like almost like a secondary menu that you can kind of like look at some stuff on and again don't get me wrong it wasn't like it was like all of a sudden it was like they found a fancy way to make boring food but it made it good no it was still it was still boring to an extent because you can like i said you can't eat a lot of like fatty stuff and fun stuff but they found ways to still make it maximize as best they could the stuff that i could eat and so every restaurant we went to on that trip they had they said okay then we we know there's somebody in the party here that has an issue uh here's they gave me like a separate little sheet with different stuff that wasn't on the regular menu. Um, so they did that. They also did it. And we weren't even expecting this. You know, if anyone ever says at the DVC, it's, it's usually a crapshoot of where you might end up with your room. And they literally gave us the room right off of the lobby. Like, so like, you know, usually, you know, you'd tire from the parks, then you get to the hotel and you yeah. like, you realize that's only half the battle. Then you got to walk through like three miles of hallway. And some of these, some of these are huge. They gave us the hotel room 
right off the lobby. So if anyone's familiar with the boardwalk, when you're facing the um the 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 front desks to the left is their regular the regular hotels and to the right is all the dvc uh rooms i didn't have to go into an elevator or any steps it was literally the room down the first hallway right outside the lobby it was like right there so they they changed up my room for me to make sure that we had That's a room me. that was so accessible so just in case i was still weak or anything else and i could have handled the walk i really i could have i probably could have i would have if i had to but they still went above and beyond we didn't ask them to do that they just did it wow. um there's things that they just take upon themselves to make it extra convenient and extra special even mm. when you don't ask for the special treatment they know that it still would mean something to be able to do these things so they do it you know and yep. and like any good customer service they do and i'll talk about it a little bit no- more with some more happier stuff that they did that we didn't ask for anything on they just did i was actually married in disney in 2013 and we got married at the boardwalk again everybody knows probably you know i would assume everybody knows by now that the flying fish is like my favorite restaurant at my favorite hotel the boardwalk and the night before we had um there's probably about 20 of us we had a you know a couple of tables all like lined up together at the flying fish and we had this you know a huge kind of like night before the wedding kind of uh dinner and without even asking they came out with bottles of champagne for free of charge didn't charge us they knew oh. we were getting married just because they have all that that's stuff. awesome and they gave the, Dude, that's like, awesome. like a party of 20 a few bottles <laughs> of champagne for us to all just you know hey oh. get married tomorrow how awesome is champagne on the house and this is at the farm yeah, that's fantastic so that is really good it was you know it was it's just one of those things where it's like nobody asked them we didn't order something they say okay oh, you know what don't worry about it. on the house no they did it on their own they said you know what let's make them have a special night they're getting married mm-hmm. tomorrow if i wouldn't have gotten champagne i wouldn't even have thought none of it, it still would have been a great dinner at a great at a great place yeah yeah but they like they don't have to do those things they do them right and um another one and it's kind of like it kind of it's almost the same situation as bridget is so we were there for my wedding and we were there for about two weeks or so so it was kind of like a wedding and a honeymoon kind of wrapped up into one but it wasn't really a honeymoon because we were still there with our whole family so it wasn't really like a, a like just us on a getaway so what we ended up doing is we just had we just did a honeymoon later on so we like about six months later we went back just me and my wife uh, which was our first solo vacation probably in like 12 years at that point uh just because we had the kids and we said this will be our honeymoon and this was at Disney and um, they asked us, hey, you guys celebrating anything? And we're like, it's kind of like a belated honeymoon. We were married here, but we didn't have a chance to kind of go away on our, our own honeymoon. This is kind of our honeymoon. And they jotted it in the system and not one restaurant did we go to that did they not give us some kind of bonus stuff to our meal. Um, we were always on the Disney dining plan, but they like at the Flying Fish, they gave it, they turned it into like just an appetizer, main course and dessert into like a six course, <clears throat> a six course thing. They even gave us like free dessert on the house. Besides the dessert we already ordered, they came out with like a, almost like a little cake for us to celebrate our, you know, not our anniversary, sorry, our, you know, for our honeymoon. They gave us that uh, a mousse bouche uh as like a like you know to cleanse your palate uh they came up with this little uh, other other thing that's like this like almost like an icy kind of thing that you use to like in between courses to cleanse your palate oh my fish so doesn't cool. typically do that but they did that stuff because they knew yeah. and we didn't ask for it we didn't say hey can we have the special treatment we're getting you know we, we're it's our honeymoon we didn't ask for anything we were going in just for a regular dinner at the flying fish that we love and they made it to me flying fish is like a 10 already they made it a, like a 15 or a 20 like like there's no way to really plus the flying fish to me i love it yeah. but they, they, really but they find they're ways they're when they can't, yeah. When you already have a maximum a maximum experience, you always think, well, how can it, they how can they make it any about it better? The people at Disney make it better. The, you can have the, the most excellent, perfect day, and they'll find a way to make it even more perfect, which is a, such a sensational thing to say about any business, and they get it right. I like how you said butter instead. He <laughs> did. What did I say, butter? <laughs> he did. I, I knew. Said, I knew. Dan I make it butter. Better. Yeah. Did I say butter? 
You said, yeah, you did. They make a, yeah, they correct it. You correct. See, Dan's, right, you, Dan's gonna make fun of my speech errors. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, when you go back and edit, it's on your here. mind from the I mean, rest. Butter does oh, make everything okay. better. It's like so. it's like. Do you want to make fun of my stutter too, Dan? No, <laughs> it's because you're so food oriented. Right, right. Butter I was I love food. I get what you're saying. Dude, funny. I knew Dan was gonna say something. It was just, he was itching to. He was itching to say something. He was waiting for that. He was waiting for that pause to just tear me apart. I was watching him. I'm like, he's gonna say something. It's not tearing you apart, Gene. I know, I know, buddy. <sighs> but can't we? You know, you know, soon enough, those country bears will be gone, and then we'll be all, we'll be better. Oh, geez, and then you gotta go he's there. Just trying to spread a rumor about then Star, um, cutting Star Wars. <laughs> you better hope what? I never. You better hope I'm never like the president of Disney because they're the first to go, Dan. And you could thank oh. me for that reason. If I became president of Disney, first day I'm gonna release a statement that we're getting rid of the country bears, and under that statement, it's gonna go to the AP or the Associated Press. It's gonna say, "Am I still saying butter, Dan? Am I still saying butter?" <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be remember when the boardwalk and Epcot were open? Yeah. Oh, oh. dude. You know what? There'd be a there'd be a hit out on Gene. I'm just yeah. <laughs> No, I love the country bears. Country bears would go nowhere. I love them. So then let's kick it over to Dan and Stephanie to discuss their customer service experiences. Well, this is a, this is a hard one, but the, and this doesn't even fall, I don't think, under the umbrella of customer service. This is a whole nother level that we didn't even know existed. And unfortunately, we we know that it exists now, but we also just think it's so important to get it out there. Hopefully, no one will have to go through what we went through but and we have we have talked about this on a previous episode but when gene brought up the customer service um exceptional customer service example it's we couldn't not bring it up we were trying to think of something else and there's like a million examples like every day like every time we're there someone does something nice for you like i mean there's like a million things um but i uh had a nephew and he, we had a make-a-wish trip to Disney, and he, you know, of course, he loved it, and it was it was so amazing. And two years later, I decided I had to bring him back. I had to bring him back because he every day would ask, "Are we going to Disney today? Disney today?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, buddy!" So I we did everything we could to bring him back. My sister, my mom, Dan, and I obviously. Well, he had myotonic dystrophy, which is super super rare. So we were staying at Pop Century, and the first day that we were there, he went into cardiac arrest, and Dan and I were actually on Pirates, <laughs> and got multiple phone calls and from my sister, who was frantic, and it was at the end of the night, it's fireworks are going off, we can't hear, you know what their Wi-Fi is like, and we're like, we don't know what's going on, we don't know what's going on, so we called the hotel, and you know what that's like when you call Disney, it's like a general number, whatever, but they got us right through to the hotel, and she took, they took care of us, they drove us to the hospital, and when we, when we got to the hospital, there was this guy sitting there in the lobby. Actually, actually, we went back to pop century is what happened because they said get back here right away and her nephew her her well the resort yeah but her nephew had gone in cardiac arrest she said and it, it was not good i mean it's not what we anticipated coming back to he had said he had felt you know sick and he didn't go that first day but we went to the park and so we just 
threw food down us as fast as we could. And that's when they transported him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And and we and got a ride from yeah. from one of the cast members, yeah, from concierge drove us drove us to the hospital because we were, I mean, there was no way I could even get an Uber. I, you know, I, yeah, I, I mean, panicking. Don't even know what's I going on. I was puking. I was puking and like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. So when we get to the hospital, my mom and my sister are there. Dan and I still don't know what's going on. And it turns out they're working on him, and the consensus is they. Can can't do anything more for him there and they suggest taking him to Walt Disney Children's Hospital and And we're like oh my gosh and let me mention that this is my birthday so I ride in the ambulance with the paramedic and Andrew in the back talking to him not knowing if he can hear me on the way to Disney Hospital and after we got there you know he was just rushed right in and uh, we didn't know anything for so long but we were met by a guy they call a Disney angel that you remember more than I do at the time because I kept going in and out with the doctors because, you know, Stephanie could not handle it. Well, yeah. And we, you know, we don't have any family there. You know, well, we know. Own, I mean, well, right. But we know no one. We don't know what's going on. And so Disney has this service that I guess it is that they send you a companion. And he sat there with us in the hospital till six o'clock in the morning when yeah. my nephew passed away. Sat there the whole time. I, I, yeah, I knew, knew so much about us. Andrew's favorite character. I mean, it was, it was crazy. And we just felt bad. Like he was there and it's like, how, how did you know? And he's like, I work for Disney. And we're telling the story kind of, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm kind of trying to, kind of trying to get through it. It's like, it's, we've talked so about bad. telling this in detail, more of the detail. I know this is a lot, but there's so much more we'll tell at a later date. But after that, you know, like Stephanie said, he passed there and it's like, what do we, do? what do you do? You don't do know you anybody do? there. This is day one of like this a seven-day trip, home? I think. What do we do? <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, he passed on my birthday, which is, you know, not good. And we all piled into an Uber and back to the resort. It's like, what are we going to do? And Disney took it upon themselves to say, don't worry about it. And we're like, well, what does that mean? You know, yeah. we were staying at Pop Century. They took everything we came with and transferred us to Art of Animation Deluxe Suite and two. set us up with two, two of them. So I mean, we, we that would, is crazy. Well, everything yeah. they packed, everything we had. And uh, so we wouldn't have to go back to that room. I'm like, yeah, how can I go back to that room? How can, how yeah. can, how? And they just said, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. I mean, you know, I was... I was sitting in the Cars Land, sitting on the car, you know, in Cars Land there in Art of Animation, trying to make Sounds. funeral arrangements. And I, and I was like, oh, my God. Well, and they helped us with faxes, who to call. I mean, it well, was Well, the thing like, was is, you know, then you find yourself going back home with an empty seat. And what do we do? And we were going to have them cremated, but they we couldn't do it then. We had to come back. So me and Stephanie ended up coming back a month later to Disney to get the ashes, which was extra hard. And they held them there. But another thing is when we were there before, you know, obviously we, we left and came back is what do you do? We have a full trip booked and 
it's it's gonna be Christmas. It's like we decided we had to stay together and And I'm so glad we did. I am so glad we finished out that week. I you know, I couldn't come I didn't want to come home. We went back to the I didn't parks. Want to come home without you know, him. and it was hard. Me and Stephanie went to the Christmas party on my birthday. You know, not on my birthday, but for my birthday. And that was going to be such a great time. And here we're dealing with this. And they also came to us and said, anything you want in the gift shop, you know, do you need anything? And it's like, we're like, oh, no, we don't want that. And they really insisted. And so we got some gifts and some new clothes, you know, to wear you know for that night and then we like i said we came back we got the ashes which i got them right over the counter at the check-in check-in counter i mean it's crazy that's crazy and uh we stayed and said prayers around his favorite stuff you know where he where he liked you know and so the thing about this though and this is what i was gonna bring up about the customer service but how do you bring it up without telling you the previous is number one i I do think andrew after going there the first time knew he was going to go and had to go there but the crazy thing about this is after we got back and we didn't even really think about this for i want to say like a year we had had all these tickets that they gave us after we had our original tickets to come back special fast passes at the time they you know the magic your way they don't do that i don't think anymore but you know you can get on any rides instantly and so we kind of forgot about all this and stephanie kept reminding me about what are we going to do about tickets because they were gone and um we had like you know the five of us Mm -hmm. with weeks worth of tickets that they gave us and so i had you know stephanie's like you gotta do this so i had a call after over a year later to talk about these tickets and the people on the Disney phone customer service acted like it had happened that minute were so comforting, even though, I mean, I'm sure there were notes in there, but they didn't, they weren't there. They didn't know firsthand. And it was a very long process to talk through with them because we really wanted to get the tickets back. So when, you know, if her mom and sister wanted to come back, you know, they'd be able to have these and not pay to come back. And so it was a long process and they completely set us up and uh, took care of that whole thing. And the whole time I just kept thinking, gosh, it's like this person is consoling Mm -hmm. me the day of, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's really what we wanted to convey that that they care i mean i look back on that time and i remember taking a shower going into the shower and just sobbing in the shower and just kind of like oh my gosh what am i doing but i look back on that and i always think about how i felt taken care of yeah i mean customer service i mean this is we like family taking care of taking care of us and that's why you know we will never not go back never i mean they how can you no it's amazing so when we go there some people have said how can you go back you know aside from the service it's because it's not it's not all sadness you know we go back there because we're celebrating a park a place that he loved and changed his life yeah i mean we left a a part you know our hearts are there so we Um, go there we feel like we're not only going to disney we're going to be with him and the amount of respect and love we have 
for the treatment is matched by no other. It's it's such a weird thing because it is hor- I mean, horrible isn't doesn't even describe it. It's your worst nightmare. But then also, I have fond memories of this. I remember being in the shower in Art of Animation, thinking these people are taking care of us. Yeah, and I mean, at that point, you just really don't know what you're doing. You know, you need some guidance. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, yeah, I just, I've never been so well taken care of at my worst moment of my entire life. Yeah. So. And there, I would not have been, you know, we knew he was sick, so we knew this day was coming, and there would have been no other way that we have been, I would have been able to handle that if I was not at Disney with the kindness of their staff. Yeah, he ended up getting yeah. pneumonia, and with that, with his disease, it was just too much. He couldn't, couldn't make it through, so. But I think he knew. That's still the ultimate story to me. It is. Yeah. It is. It's, um, yeah. yeah, thanks for, sorry, it was a long one. I, no, I no. tried to make okay. it. It's maybe the most important message, really. I mean, that's it's hard. The bottom line is, when you go to Disney, you are family. Yeah, and that's how you're treated. I mean, this is an extreme story, yeah. but it's no different than Sam and Joey's. Mm-hmm. You know, with their son Aiden, yeah. it's no different than a young kid that meets Piglet that loves Piglet. It's yeah. everything. Or a Forty-nine-year-old woman that meets Big Al. <laughs> Or like Bridget said with the buttons, they treat every person with a button like they're the only family member they have. Yes. And not just children. That's what I love about this is even adults, like they, they matter. We matter. You know, we all have our stories of the kindness that they've showed that they don't have to show. And again, I, your your story specifically, I think even just, it just outshadows or overshadows a lot of the other stories because like, that's one of those things where they probably, they don't even know what to do too. I mean, just, I mean, uh, it's such a, it, it's yeah. the same way. I can't even think of what to even say right now I is, sorry, and, and, no, no, don't be sorry. I mean, it's, it's a story that yeah. I think people, it's great for people to hear. Hopefully it, 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 it helps you talking about it too, you know, um, but it, it, they should be recognized for, for being so gracious and, and just maybe one of the toughest situations that, that could ever happen. And um, I know you wanted to kind of just give a, you know, a, a, a quicker version of it. But the part of the story that I always thought was kind of like almost, I don't know if poetic is the right word, but it just felt so, like there was something special to it. Um, is when, when Stephanie, when, when you mentioned when you knew you had to take him back, he kept, he mentioned the, the scene on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride with the keys yeah. and the pup. Yeah. And then when you, when you said when you first got that first call, you were right there. And it was yeah. almost like we were on the Pirates ride. At I that couldn't scene. tell that part of the story again tonight. But. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was just he took him on the first trip. He kept talking about the keys, and, and she the didn't, dog, and, the, and dog, the dog, and she had no idea what he was talking, talking about. about. And so she finally figured out it was pirates. Well, I the said, you scene. mean you mean the pirates' dog? Yeah, the pirates' dog. And so that's when I knew I've got to get this kid back because I knew right. I didn't have all the time in the world. But I, so I just wanted him to see that scene again. And it's just the, the point of that story is how Disney affects people. Mm-hmm. Well, and so then when we were on the ride at that scene is when we got the call to get back to the resort. I mean, wrong. right when we came up to that scene. It was literally the that phone started point. Going, yeah. And I knew, I even knew right then and there. Yeah. I, chances. It was weird, but you know, it you don't want to, you know, you don't. Yeah. Thanks for remembering that. Gene. That That is still to this day. So crazy. You know, 
Yeah. But that kind of reassures me what I said. I think he he knew and he was happy. It's where that, he would have wanted to be. Yeah, that's the way we yeah. knew. Mm-hmm. If, if 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 this story doesn't hit you in a certain way, you're not alive. You're just you're not you're not with it because, like I said, this is maybe the most amazing story I think we've ever shared or you've ever shared or anyone's ever shared, but from you guys though, on, on this podcast and it might forever always be, it cannot be easy for you guys to bring up. I apologize yeah. for bringing that last part up. I, I just oh, know it was, no, no, I bring, thought, okay. bring it up because it's so special. I think to, to think that like, it's almost like, like, like Danny just said, like it's probably it's, it's where he wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel that. And, you know, when you go through something like this in, in various capacities, you remember different things while you're trying to tell it. And so sometimes you, you don't remember to say everything. So I appreciate right. you bringing that yeah, point up. Yeah, thank you. Because I do think of that a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was so. just, when we were talking about this and I said, should I bring, can I bring up the tickets? You know, I wasn't going to tell the whole story. I just laid there and I thought, gosh, I can't believe that happened. That they did that for us? Just everything. Yeah. I can't oh, believe okay. it happened. Well, I, I still can't believe we were taken care of. It's just, it is a crazy story. Everything about yeah. it. That's why it makes me so mad. When I hear people all the time saying, oh, it's just a theme park and they're going and this and that, it's like, if you only knew what Mm -hmm. it really was, it's just. And you get that. You're going to get that. Yeah, Yeah. I know. But it is like, oh, like even Mm -hmm. all of our situations, it's like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of us. But uh, it's just tough to hear. So that's why I say we just got to be the people that keep promoting mm-hmm. the reasons why we love it and not just, oh, I love Mickey Mouse. You know, it's right. like, this right. is why this goes way deeper. You know, well, and it's like so that many. Disney short that just came out. Who didn't cry over that, right? Which over the little Mickey Mouse what? plush. The animated oh, short. Oh yeah, yeah. The one that they put out. Yeah, it's like the uh, the promo. I guess is what the, uh, it is. The, yeah. the, the holidays. Oh man, I mean. Wait, which one? With the grandmother on, and the it's child. On, yeah, it's on oh Disney. have you seen? No, that? I've seen. I know what you're talking about. I'm yeah, it's like, just brutal. It's so brutal. it's so emotional and it's everything. The, you know, I love that they think like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> so, do we all have to go to therapy right now? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's um no listen i'm glad you guys feel comfortable even talking about it because it is such an important story um, i know i'd want to hear about it if it was someone's story you know yeah and maybe there was someone else that had a similar yeah. experience and it was like oh my yeah. gosh like the more they can be told else. the better right I yeah feel. and or, or just maybe they had the same experience but they don't even know how to how to process it and maybe hearing someone yeah. else went through it just helps them process it a little bit you know yeah mm-hmm. totally so yeah it's kind of tough to move on from that story. It really is. It really is. Because it's like, where do, you, yeah. where do you go? Well, if anything, I mean, it lets you know that Disney has you mm-hmm. in its arms, you know, its mm-hmm. family. And uh, you can trust in it. That's, I wanted to say that I felt safe in the arms of Disney, but I thought that was like way too cheesy. When so you talks. need it at Disney, <laughs> when you need it at Disney, it seems like it's there. Yeah. Yeah. See, that was beautiful. That was way better. In so many ways. I thank God, seriously, every day that that's how he was taken. Because there's no other way to go through it. I mean, I can't even imagine. So, yeah, that was well said. Well, I wouldn't thank you guys for sharing that that story because. Thanks for listening. No, thanks for sharing. And, and, you know, and and I know maybe some people may have missed it when we we discussed it earlier. It hits you just as hard as it does the first time. I'm sure Joey can agree. It hits you just as hard as, as the first time and yeah um, it's the 
still just as emotional as it's been the first time. Obviously, the first time yeah. I was almost caught off guard more than anything. Yeah. Where's this coming from? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, you know, when we when we came with this topic, I didn't even, it didn't even dawn on me that that would be, that it would even come. I don't even, I don't know why it didn't, because I know the story. I just, it just didn't dawn on me. And then um, just before we got on the air, I realized, you know what, that might be the story they go with. And I hope I didn't put you guys on the spot with it. Because I know. No, no, no. Uh, no, like I said, um, we were trying to think of something. Because it wasn't else. my intention. I just, you know. No, I know. No, it's I'm totally saying. fine. I agree. I felt the same way. It's like, how do we come up with anything else when we have this? Yep. So let's um, close out the show. I don't even know how to say it without feeling like I want to like break down a little bit. It's okay, um, man. It's, you know, so I guess let's just go into our final announcements. Big thank yous, big, big thank yous to this week's sponsor, Sugar and Geek Candles. Remember, they also have the prize for this week's giveaway, so check them out. You're going to want to check them out at their website, www.sugarandgeekcandle.com, and also on their Instagram, at Sugar and Geek Candle. Really, just really cool stuff. So check them out. And we also want to thank Stephanie, our new friend from Canada, our new Canadian friend from It's Disney Time podcast. Uh, guys, after you finish listening to this podcast, why don't you head over there, take uh, take a listen to hers. That was fun talking to her about yep. a different take from Canada. And yeah, it's a definitely a different aspect. Of, I've noticed for Canada and, and from her, Canada is more about the movies than the parks. Yeah, you kind of don't really think about it, but yeah. it was uh, really interesting. Yeah, so she's really cool. You're going to want to take out a, her podcast. It's really awesome. About the day. Um, Man, it's hard to get through this last few minutes, so I apologize, guys. Uh. But let's say adios to the crew. That's that's what it's So, um, Sam and Joey, we'll see you next time. Yeah, looking forward to it. I had a good time. Glad I was able to at least join uh, halfway through this. Yeah, it was good to have you in (laughs) in for a little bit, too. Glad to have you back, Joey. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bridget, we want to say adios to Bridget. Hi, guys. Bye, Mio. See you later. And then Dan and Steph. Hey, I mean, I know we hit you with some some big things here at the end, but... uh, Go to Rock and Roll DW to check out fun. We, we always try to entertain the best yeah, we, we can. Yeah, we are fun. We're more fun. And uh, <laughs> we try to do funny, goofy videos a lot. And uh, as always, have a rip-roaring. Wait, wait, wait. I missed because I didn't get the meeting. I didn't get to hear Dan's intro, man. Oh, it's like yeah. one of my favorite parts of the show. Hi, ho, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> oh. oh. There you go. Thank you. So we leave I on a high note. <laughs> guys, uh, remember, check us out next week and uh, have a great today, a better tomorrow. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.